0: You are now listening to Get A Girl Vision G I T V podcast with your girl host, Sha. Yes, I'm in the building and I'm back, y'all. I did take a hiatus from the pod just to clear my head, you know? I mean, it is the, the pandemic going on. It's, it's crazy out there and I just need some time to kind of think. So I took a mental break and I think everyone needs to do this. From time to time, okay? So I'm glad to be back though, because this is my passion. This is what I love. And I love, love, love talking to you guys and hearing feedback. So you know what to do. Subscribe, tell a friend, tell a friend. But tonight, I have a special guest. Nurse Joanna is in the building, y'all, and she's gonna be dropping some gems for you. So we're gonna talk about mental health as well. We're gonna talk about sex. We're gonna talk about. Orgasms, healthy orgasms. Are you having orgasms ladies? On talking about it. So you know what to do, right? You need to get into it. <laughs> Good evening. Vision Beauties, it's your girl Shar from Get a Girl Vision Podcast (GIGB). I have a special guest here tonight, and I'm so excited. We were talking earlier, and I just couldn't wait for her to get on. So, please, Nurse Joanna, can you please please introduce yourself to the people? Hello,
1: hello, hi, everybody. My name is Joanna. I'm Joanna Grant. I have been a registered nurse for the last 22. Years in counting, oh, I wow. uh, yeah. <laughs> I currently work in um, public health, um, working managing part of this COVID, um, COVID nineteen crisis management right now. But mm. um, yeah, but outside of this, I um, work in private practice, so um, medical medically supervised weight loss. Um, wow. Mm-hmm. And yeah yeah that's that's my big Amazing.
0: so I know yeah. a lot of my listeners um been watching and following my journey on trying to lose weight I mean just to be healthy yes. and I'm so open to talk about my osteoarthritis uh-huh. and just you know certain things that have been happening you know at the age of 40 but no one talks about being in their 40s like you're in your 30s, you're living your best life, 20s, you know, you're wearing those heels and all that stuff. No one ever prepares you for once you hit 40 to let you know that, you know, you got to slow down on those heels and start wearing some, you know, decent shoes with arch. Right. (laughs) You know what I mean? And no one told me that. And so I'm so happy that you're on here tonight. So, you know, talk to the people, but I have a few other questions before we get into the health part mm-hmm. um, with the osteo, I wanted to talk about, you know, womanhood and mm-hmm. in terms of, in terms of like in relationships. Okay. Right. So, you know, you're in a relationship um, and like how often should, okay. So I have questions like how often should I get a pelvic exam? Um, checking for STDs and stuff like that.
1: So um, the, uh, the most accurate pelvic exam would be a pap smear. And currently the practice in Ontario is every three years if you've had a clear um, pap smear and you're a generally healthy person. So, mm. I mean, you should be going for an annual phys- physical anyway. And if you have any issues at that time, um, bring it up. But if you're concerned about an STD, at that time, I would just go see a doctor. I wouldn't let it fester until a year comes up or three years when mm-hmm. your pap smear comes up. Because then if at that time you suspect it, then they could do a pap and rule it out. Do a vaginal swab or a pap and rule out if there's something going on.
0: Hmm. Okay, so that's good. Mm-hmm. That's good. So if I have pain during sex, is there something wrong with me? Um.
1: No, because not necessarily. Um there are there is a medical condition that is a, that is actually called painful sex it's called pain during intercourse I think it's mm-hmm. called dysponuria but I can't remember exactly right now um mm-hmm. and I had my notes and it, the power went out on the street so I'm doing my best talking to you in the dark
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh no well I'm happy that you're talking to me <laughs> With all that's going on, can you even imagine? Well, you're very dedicated, so thank you so much for being here.
1: But um, but you could have painful intercourse from not being lubricated upon penetration,
0: mm -hmm.
1: right? So or Mm
0: -hmm. I'm sorry to cut you um from experiences like not having sex for a very long time. Because I remember I was having real. I stayed away from sex for like three years. Right, and I was just because you know mentally I just needed some time for myself and i and I wasn't a woman to have orals like not or else, like have any like I would never play like do anything to myself, so basically I wouldn't you know.
1: Get my right vibrators.
0: Okay, oh, right. vibrators, that stuff. I was not not doing that, and I remember going to the doctor, and she. I told her, um, I actually started to have sex again, mm-hmm. and it was very painful, and it was like, what is going on? Is something wrong with me? And so, when I spoke to the doctor, she's like, "No, you just have to have more sex," and I was just True. like, "Really? You have to have more sex?" Or you need to, like, have, you know, a toy and stuff like that. So there's a lot of women like myself who don't – well, now I I use vibrators and, and stuff like that. Okay. But before, I never explored my body. So I'm asking you, is there a lot of women out there that you see that don't explore – their bodies due to certain things. And the reason for me is because um, way back I was sexually abused. So for me, it was not something that I wanted to do. I had no pleasure or desire. It kind of hit the spot, like a little trauma right. and like little triggers, right? So, but I've overcome it through counseling and stuff like that. And explore my body is amazing. Right. So what advice would you give young women who may have, you know, have certain triggers or even women of my age in their 40s and, and beyond who don't, you know, masturbate or do any? You know? Well,
1: and, and here's the thing that part of that is also is culture and upbringing, right? Like you'll see mm-hmm. that there are some personalities and some cultures that are a whole lot more free about it with it. And then there are a lot of cultures that that's not so I mean, personal trauma, life experiences could cause that. But then it's also too, in how you grew up, there isn't somebody Mm -hmm. out there teaching you that you need to be doing that with your body, right? And Mm -hmm. some people get urges, and some people don't. So as you get older, you don't necessarily have the urge, like you say, you, your body starts to slow down. Your hormones are starting to change. You're going into menopause. Your sex drive now mm-hmm. and your libido is decreasing too. So you don't necessarily want to be doing that either.
0: Yes. Okay. So let's touch, let's touch base on that mm-hmm. menopause.
1: Mm-hmm. I never
0: even wanted to talk about menopause. I never even thought I would even get there, but I'm there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um yeah, it's just a sudden change, and so. I didn't know about it until I was in the store and I was just sweating. I was like, what is wrong with me? Like, and I couldn't understand. And again, no one really expressed this to me. No one talked to me about it. Like my mother, my aunties, they all went through it, but they never had a deep discussion on what to look for during a menopause episode because, and it can, it can be forever, you know, like, um, my hot flashes was just totally making me feel like I was going crazy. Um, you know, the hot flashes and just, um, the dryness down there, you're right. And the libido, like, I'm just not into doing much of the sex thing with my fiance and Mm -hmm. he's just like what's wrong with you Mm -hmm. you know and it's like and I'm just like what's wrong with you he's 53 you think (laughs) you know
1: (laughs) go easy now calm down now no
0: (laughs) no they don't (laughs) but for a woman we go through so much Mm -hmm. and what advice would you give a woman or even a man to tell him how to embrace your wife or your, your woman's uh, menopause. Like, cause it's, it's not a death sentence, but in all honesty, sometimes it feels like it because you have all these mood swings, hormones going on.
1: Right. So f- for the, the man, for, okay. If you're in a relationship and, and you're going through this, I think it's important that there's communication. So you have to be telling him. These things that are mm-hmm. going on to help him understand, so that he's empathetic, because he'll never understand what menopause is. A man will never understand that, right? No, they um, won't. <laughs> the The symptomatic things that you're going through, like the dryness, can be treated, right, with a vaginal we you know like a vaginal refresh type of um, suppository or something. You can do that mm-hmm. to deal with the um, the dryness. There's not much mm-hmm. you can do about the sweating and the mood you can you can take hormone replacement if it's really really that bad um or -hmm. there's a lot of natural remedies that you can do too you know black Mm and stuff that there's a lot of natural remedies that you could take to kind of help with the menopause um Mm
0: -hmm.
1: but i think it's important that you're communicating with your partner because even like the decrease in libido they need to understand that and yeah. And the way to get around that, because you kind of have to meet him halfway too, is maybe he needs to do right. a, lot, a lot more foreplay. Like, you know, yes. guys get away with just entering and guanning, but as you get older, yeah. that's not enough, right? Right. He's going to have yeah. to slow down and say, okay, we're going to need to, you know, he's going to have to slow down <laughs> yeah. do a little bit more. Yes. Yeah, so that you're, you're, you know, you're getting stimulated so that you want to do it so that you could engage. Him, right. right. Mm-hmm.
0: Hit it right on the nail. He's been pretty good. Like mm-hmm. I'm talking on my behalf. Like he's been pretty good in that area because, you know. But it it depends on the relationship too, like you said, right? Yes. But um, that is the the key to getting a woman to feel aroused by doing pleasuring her. Mm-hmm. You know, and get her into the mood, not like you said, just getting in there and. Being selfish about it, right? Exactly. So yeah. you listening? You need to listen to these gems that Joanna is preaching to <laughs> us tonight. <laughs> yes, I love it. I just love it. So yes, I'm currently going through that menopause stage, and
1: and you know what? More <laughs> women of color need to have these these dialogues because we don't like. Let me tell you, I, I I worked with older nurses from my entered nursing school, right? And mm-hmm. when I'd work night shift in the winter, and I'd go into the break room, and there's an icebox because they're going through menopause and they have the windows open, right? And the wind mm-hmm. blowing, and it's the <laughs> middle of the night, and poor little me just can't deal yes. with the cold. It's too cold, like. I always need to be warm right so but they were very open about their menopause like those guys like oh you know Joanna I'm just going through it and the heart and then the hot flashes and stuff and some will tell you straight the ones who and I'm like well why are you not doing it oh I take hormones I took hormone replacement I couldn't take it like the hot flashes was too much and then other ones would be like they tried more natural remedies I find that people of color will typically try more natural remedies versus yes, yes, the yes. synthetic um, hormone replacement but I mean mm-hmm. they're there there are different options you don't need to suffer through it
0: mm-hmm. and women
1: need to understand that too right like you, you don't There's suffer
0: through it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. that you said that because the ladies at work I work with all women mm-hmm. and we're all different age groups and of course people look at me and they think I'm super young because mm-hmm. You know, and the braces don't help either no, no. <laughs> but um <laughs> and so I'm always hot so when I come in I have like this like short sleeves I have the window and they're like oh my gosh girl like what is wrong with you and it's like so hard to express how you feel mm. it has slowed down a bit now because mm. it was really really bad earlier on but it has slowed down mm-hmm. so i'm happy about that but you're right people of color we tend to want to do the natural yes stuff and that's what i've been doing like the natural remedies and stuff like that mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. that's good yeah mm-hmm. that's good so um my next question um this is a question from someone i never had an orgasm is that normal
1: um, do you know what an orgasm is? That's the first question.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. Not a lot of people do. Right. So you explain because a lot of women don't know what an orgasm is.
1: So I guess I I I, I want to say that it's 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 a it's a, um a feeling of euphoria, right? I mm-hmm. because everyone is going to go through it differently, and they won't have the same description, right? So you'll feel like a. a a, a, a you know during and i would even say during intercourse because you can have it even before intercourse right but during sexual mm-hmm. play and you just hit this 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 peak or this climax or th- this feeling of euphoria right and mm-hmm. you get it and then it co- and then it goes away like it's not something that lasts forever so i don't know where people get that from um mm-hmm. when it happens and it's over you tend to be really exhausted after it's like it's just like you know, you'll, you'll find your heart is racing, your mood might be elated, you know, you may be a little get giddy-headed, mm-hmm. laugh a little, giggle a little, who knows? Everybody deals with both yeah. things differently. But yeah. when people say, how do you know everyone's experience of what that feels like? Unfortunately, it will be different, mm-hmm. right? So how I have one may not be the way somebody else describes it right Ooh. but what you know for sure mm-hmm. is that when you are doing it is at that point when you probably feel at your most high
0: yes yes right and your eyes are like rolling back yes. and you're like oh my god
1: exactly <laughs> exactly like you, you like you want to exp- like you want to burst <laughs>
0: like you wanna,
1: mm-hmm. i'm seeing these are my yes words, but it might not be somebody else's words yes. though, right so and you might and
0: yeah and is
1: it possible that you never had one yeah it is possible i mean again
0: mm-hmm.
1: You, I, I I, watch people now and, and dating and relationships and I find that everybody just rushes into sex and nobody takes time to know people, right? And right. for me, I'm an intellectual person. So if I'm not intellectually attracted to you, there is not a damn thing mm-hmm. you can do to get my body to follow along. Uh,
0: absolutely. And you know what? Say that again, girl, because the people in the back are not hearing <laughs> this because it's true. The dating world, especially in our age now, mm-hmm. the dating world is so crazy I mean I was married for 17 years so I was with someone for so long we got divorced It's almost five and to be honest I started dating shortly after not too quick Mm -hmm. and um, it was just like it's not how I used to feel in the 90s (laughs) because dating is it's changed so much so you know, you're with someone for so long and then trying to get to know someone and you're right intellectually, but sometimes they can fool you Mm -hmm. because especially now that we have social media, Mm -hmm. a lot of men are studying women Mm -hmm. now, Mm -hmm. like through social media and finding out everything about her and kind of like moving their little charisma, you know what I mean, Mm -hmm. into this little relationship and not Cause I know I've been fooled mm-hmm. in relationships and um, I mean, obviously I get out of it cause I'm a very strong, right. firm woman mm-hmm. and I don't put up with garbage. Right. right. But at the same time, I could be a little naive too, yeah. you know, and it's, and it's because, mm-hmm. yes. And it's because I've been with a man for so long. So you, you always want to feel like the world's like, rainbows and lollipops you know but in all honesty it's not like that so dating is really crazy men some men they just want to have sex Mm -hmm. and don't even want to go down there they don't want to they don't yeah it's just like bam bam and then five minutes and you're like what just happened you know and so (laughs) so I mean thank god I don't have that now it's like I'm happy, mm-hmm. but at the same time, women out there really need to be careful. Mm-hmm. I'm saying this out loud and clear, like be careful who you're dating. Really get that intellectual piece going on. Get to know this right. person before And don't you... rush it. You No, don't rush mm-hmm. it because I mean, we have a full lo- long life to live, and we're in a crazy world right now with the pandemic. Right. Mental health, it's hard to date because, you know, we can't go anywhere. We're always on quarantine. Right. We're on lockdown in Ontario right, right now. So where do you meet these people? On dating apps. And a lot of times it can be creepy. So you got to just be careful. Well, I, I don't think stuff. if you
1: haven't, haven't been in a relationship with somebody before quarantine, right. I don't think I would be doing anything serious during quarantine to be honest, like, mm-hmm. even if you meet someone, because mm-hmm. to me, to practice, to see me, and to live with me are two different things, right, and yes. people have this, I always say to people, don't let my social media fool you, <laughs> I only mm-hmm. if you see a certain part of me, you'll never see all of me, I don't put out yes. all of me on social media, and you'd be surprised that Same what here. you see on social media, I'm, I, I'm like, Probably the opposite of what I put out there. So I put out on my social media as, as a very fun and outgoing person. And don't get me wrong, I do have mm-hmm. fun. I do meet people, mm-hmm. but I'm actually very. I study people like it's going out of style. I'm. I'm. Mm-hmm. I'm very like.
0: Very I, yes, February.
1: I'm. I took taking psychology courses after psych. I read people. That's all I do. So.
0: Same here. What month are Aquarius? you? February, so
1: you're.
0: Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. So you're Aquarius. So you're in tune. Yes with the mind mentally right. yes I'm the same yeah. way I'm the same way and I pick up the vibe and even like um well how we met I guess I we met through a friend of mine who's a friend of mine and she told me about you and I just I went on your page and I was like okay I love what she does and whatnot but just talking to you right mm-hmm. now you like, you're so smart, you're so brilliant, and I just love it. And this is what I love about people when I meet people and they can just, you know, teach me yeah. things yeah. that, you yeah. know what I mean? So it's it's just, it's just such a good feeling. So I'm really, really happy oh, about that's that. Oh, that's great. Nice. That's um, yes. <laughs> you talked about mental health. Mm-hmm. And so, have you been seeing people? Um, go through certain things just because of the pandemic. Well, yeah. Because I know with me, I took a hiatus from the podcast just because I needed a mental break. So
1: So do you want me to give you a confession?
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, please. So, <laughs> on
1: February twenty fourth, I left my house. Oh,
0: that's my son's, I son's birthday.
1: I left my house and started driving. And while I was driving it started feeling funny. So I'm just like eh. I don't know why I stopped. I didn't stop it I don't know why I didn't stop at Tim Hortons to get myself a cup of tea, a tea right? And and I mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. I tried to ignore it, but then something said pull over the the pull over the car. So, as I pulled over the car into the bus stop and I put the car into park, I just felt like my body was falling out of a sky and I was spinning. And spinning, I, I really? felt awful. Like, I'm like, oh my God, like I felt so bad. I called 911 because I'm like, I don't know that feeling. And then I'm sitting in my car uh-huh. and I'm like, oh my God, like there were tractor trailers and everything. Like, had I had not parked, I would have been dead because I would have just lost control of the car drive. Right. Oh no, no. Right. So then the ambulance, I couldn't oh. tell them right away where I was, but then they found me. Mm-hmm. I told them what street I was driving on, what was the past intersection I saw, the kind of car I was driving. They stayed on the phone until they finally mm-hmm. found me. So they found me. And they took they put me into mm-hmm. the bus and they took my blood pressure. And my blood pressure was like 170 over 110 or something. So that's really yeah. high, period.
0: Yeah. But for me,
1: who usually has yes. a blood pressure of like 89 over 70 something, that was excessively high. Yes. Right. So when he they said that to yes. me, I freaked. And he's like, okay, calm down. Because, you know, freaking out is only going to make it go up. I'm like, oh, my God, am I having a stroke? Am I having mm-hmm. a stroke? And he's like, listen, you're, fine. you're with mm-hmm. us now. We're going to take you into the hospital. Blah, blah, blah. So I said, okay, that's mm-hmm. fine. They moved my car. They called the police to move my car for the road. Blah, blah, blah. So then I get to the hospital.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They're trying to find out what's wrong with me because I don't know. My blood pressure is still high. It's coming down, but it's still high. And my head is still mm-hmm. feeling funny and whatever. So I'm thinking I, I stroked, you know. Okay. The first thing, the easiest thing for them to do is blood work, right? When when they come mm-hmm. back, they're like, "Were you feeling any chest pain at all?" And I'm like, "No, I didn't feel any pain." I told I told you I just started feeling funny. He's like, "Well, what do you mean when you say funny? Of course, right? Because I'm speaking like Jamaican layman's, right?" And your doctor, yes, gone, yes, do yes. What do you mean? Yes. And I'm just like, I don't know. I felt like I was. They don't right.
0: know what funny. Felt, I felt like yeah, I, could yeah, I, just, I, I felt it. like
1: I was gonna vomit, or like I could have just vomited. Like I just just felt sick you know and he's just like well mm-hmm. you know so of course he starts talking to me medically now right he's just like well you know well you know the blood work you know and he hands it to me he's like you know your troponins are elevated so now I fl- I just started cowballing right because that
0: oh my god
1: you know like elevated cardiac enzymes means that there's some type of heart something going on with your heart and it's an indication of heart yeah. attack, right and based on the levels it would have been something i would have had within the last few hours they said so you know me just i freak out now because i'm like oh my god i had a heart attack while i was driving and i just started cowballing i'm like oh my god because i am the eat right 80 percent of the time keep moving i don't necessarily go to a gym but i'm always active i'm moving
0: yes i see that your body's right so
1: i'm 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 not the i'm not the you know so i'm like and i'm and i'm very health conscious i'm aware of my my current health status i know my labs all the time i'm like you know so i was just like flipping, like i couldn't believe what he said and i'm like you don't know what you're talking Mm -hmm. about and he's just like it's there in black and white like you know he's like so you know we have to admit you to cardiology a lot so
0: i went you know i went through this
1: whole process then my my blood pressure started coming down they were doing the blood work every minute Mm -hmm. that was coming down while I was there there was an incident in the middle of the night with the lab tech waking me up over a test that we had had canceled and like and in the way she woke me and then like so abruptly I got so angry at her and I guess when I was on the telemetry it showed that on the telemetry yeah he came in the next day and he's just like hey what happened last night and I'm like how do you know something happened last night and so he was explaining he's like okay so when you get angry you know that these things happen and I'm just like mm. so I don't always get angry yes
0: <laughs> yes I don't yes, always yes. get
1: angry barely barely like my my kids are adults now so I really don't have a reason to be angry like that lady mm-hmm, like crossed mm-hmm. me right so you know so you yeah. was just saying
0: like because you were tired you know what I mean and those things happen right
1: so He was just Mm -hmm. looking, so he's just like, okay, well, I'm just going to let you know that you're one of those people that when you're really angry, you trigger your blood pressure. And Mm -hmm. he's like, and probably what happened to you is you were probably exhausted. I don't know what happened, but your blood pressure went up really quickly. And, you know, it caused, it triggered Mm -hmm. your heart. So, you know, you need to be more mindful and all these things. And so they, they continue with the testing and the observation. And eventually I got sent home. So then I get sent home, but now mm. I won't sleep because I'm afraid that my heart something's gonna happen in my heart, right? Yeah. I already suffer with anxiety, and I hadn't, I thought up until, yeah, and I thought up until now I wasn't, I was, I was managing, but I guess I wasn't because then when I started, when I started cognitive behavior therapy again, and then I started to look back, I realized I hadn't slept since mm-hmm. November.
0: Are you Right. Serious? I think if
1: I had two hours of sleep at one time was the most I had done. I started this new job. It was five days a week. Right. And as a result, I'm like, oh, I can't, I can't fall too deep into sleep that I'm going to be late for work. So then I wasn't getting enough sleep. Yeah. I was having a hard time falling asleep because I was so wired. Mm-hmm. Then I'd be at work. And then mm-hmm. I realized, okay, because I'm at work and I'm doing so much talking, and I'm doing so much investigating that I'm not even eating. Mm-hmm. So even when I started to look back on my food inventory, I'm like, oh, my God, I wouldn't even think I was taking in a thousand calories a day. So I ended up not eating properly not sleeping and then as a result Mm -hmm. all of these things just piled together and became I'm on the phone yeah yeah Yeah, so it all piled up like it all like piled up and then it just exploded and then as a result of that Mm -hmm. all of this other stuff like obviously now I'm I'm here waiting anxiously trying to get my test results back it doesn't help that I'm a nurse because nobody can tell me enough things that's going to make me happy I'm just Mm -hmm. every little Mm -hmm. thing I see. I'm like, oh, what does this mean? Let me Google this. Let me check this. Let me click this. You know what I mean? Oh, my
0: goodness. I'm the same way, and I'm not a nurse. I wanted to be a nurse. I was training to be a nurse, but then I'm a teacher now. But I get what you're saying. It's like because you have anxiety already, it's almost like you're like, you you're going to be worried oh, gosh. you know what I mean so what have you been doing to kind of slow the pace because this is good to know because I'm sort of like that and it's kind of worrisome because I think a, a lot of us um p- women of you know black women we go through so much yes, we because we hold the torch for so many people we hold the torch for our homes our our husbands our children and you know what? And we don't even, hold a torch for ourselves. It's even deeper than
1: that. Especially when you're a black mm-hmm. if especially when you're a black woman and you're in a in a position you're you're an educated black woman. You have so many things yes. piled up against like people don't know. I keep saying to people all the time, if if I don't want to have these conversations, if I don't want to talk to you at this point in time, stop taking things personal. If I want to be by myself, stop taking it. Sometimes I need Quiet time to digress things. People are always coming to me with mm-hmm. their medical issues, which is fine. But when I tell you something, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. still go and do whatever you want anyway. Or you still, you come to me and you're you're like, oh, you're a sister. And you would understand because you're, you're Black and I'm Black. And then I tell you something, but you still proceed to go to the white person. Mm-hmm. So why waste my time? Mm-hmm, One.
0: Mm-hmm, Two. Mm-hmm, my world
1: is harder. Mm-hmm. Our world is harder because our white counterpart don't have to work as hard as us. To get to get to get to where we are, we exactly. fight as thing.
0: We have to work a thousand times right. more. And, than the, the right, and then the right, and then I'm the one
1: who calls shit out. I don't know how to sit there and just be a yes person. If I have to do that, I'm yeah. going to go crazy. So it doesn't. And then when I when it gets mm-hmm. to a boiling point, I just tell off everybody. And no hold bars. And yeah, like no hold bars. I'm not assertive about it. Nothing. I just let everybody have it. So I just tell you Mm -hmm. as it is at that point, right? So Mm -hmm. people don't like that.
0: I'm the same way. No, people don't like it. They don't want you to be straightforward. And so, you know, a lot of times it kind of endangers us. too. Well, it just,
1: it, it makes it hard for us because it's like, okay, I have a home life I have to deal with. I have children to take care of. I have elderly parents to, to to worry about. Like, I have the same dynamics as anybody else in their 40s right now, right? Piled with, I'm yeah, not your yeah. average Black woman or your average female. They say the average education uh-huh. in Ontario is grade 8. Well, you and I are not grade 8 educated. We're farther than that. Right, exactly. we have careers,
0: mm-hmm. but
1: within mm-hmm. that within that system, we're not. It's not designed for us to be successful. It's designed for us to fail, and so we have to fight harder mm-hmm. to get one step further. And then when you get there, it's a whole different fight. And then we're dealing with racism, mm-hmm. and then we're dealing with sexism. Like, do
0: you know what shit we deal with? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, and it's like with a mm-hmm. superwoman, and that's the thing they don't feel that we even. I feel right. pain
1: right. you
0: know what I mean and it's funny that you said that because a lot of times when I say I want to be alone people get yes, offended they don't know why I want to be alone you know what I mean I was like I want to be yeah. alone like I need to think you know so this is I yeah to... I totally understand yeah, so... it
1: when, when, what, what I say to people, you, you have to know what your limits are. I, I, I didn't know what my limit, why well, I know what my limit was. And I don't know, I guess I kind of leave COVID in the stupid job, get the best of me. It's not happening when I go back. Mm-hmm. I'm supposed to go back next week. It won't be happening when I go back because I'm like, I can't work five days mm-hmm. in a row. I definitely am never going to work eight weekends in a row. It'll never happen again. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, they're, I'm, I'm, they're, yeah, they're, don't. it's going to be written in sand. Or you can keep your blasted job because you know what? It won't mean anything to me mm-hmm. when I'm dead. It didn't mean a damn thing to me when I was mm-hmm. sitting in that hospital room. Being poked, prodded, scanned,
0: exactly. up
1: and down and all over the place. And they their job meant nothing to me at that time. Okay. And all I'm careful in myself is I'm not. Mm-hmm. I know I have to die one day, but I haven't seen all my kids through yet. Right? So I'm not ready. No, to-
0: you're too you're still young. No, you're no. not ready. There's no not a chance. You have so much. Life to My purpose right hasn't now. been served yet. And so <laughs> that's what all I keep thinking in exactly, my head exactly. That's right. That's right, right. So we, and you need to continue right. and saying so that. every
1: other woman out there who's
0: we have
1: to set our priorities and yes it's scary, but you gotta put your goddamn foot down mm-hmm. with any and everybody who needs to hear it. If it's your kids you need to do it with them. If it's your partner, you need to do it them. If it's your employer they need to hear it. Like we just need to start setting the boundaries and, and don't make all oh, their feelings, all oh, their job, or oh, their money because it all of that stuff mm-hmm. means nothing when you're in a hospital bed, laid up.
0: Hmm. You know what? You said something that I'm, it's just shining through me right now because I know I spoke to you about my mm-hmm. osteoarthritis and I've been like aching so badly and just going to mm-hmm. work every day. And I don't think that serves me as much because my knee is so swollen every day when I come home from work. And I'm just like, why am I doing this? Why don't I not take some time off? Because my mental state needs this right now, you know? And the thing is, I've been through so much um, last year that I never really took time. My father Mm -hmm. had passed away. And then I ended up with Mm -hmm. pneumonia then i got covid four Ooh. weeks later and yes and i suffered a lot and i'm still going through the um i'm still suffering through the covid um because i cough mm-hmm. every day um and at at night yeah because right. i'm asthmatic and so it it's been rough um so that's why i'm all about taking care right. of my body but i really do need to slow down and hearing your testimony um it really has you know this is real people okay this is like i just it's like an mm-hmm. eye opener and i'm so sorry that this happened to you but you know, you god know is good. don't be sorry because i said to myself the other day i said
1: i'm not sorry i said watch god mm-hmm. this was god if mm-hmm. god didn't pull
0: over i would have
1: been there right if god didn't say yeah God didn't set these wheels in motion, I wouldn't have had the opportunity to look back to see what I was doing wrong. Do you know? I keep saying to myself, if I wasn't on the road when it happened and I was home, I would have just drank mm-hmm. some tea and mm-hmm. lied down. I probably might not have woken up the next morning.
0: Yes. Okay. See, God is so good that He He made He staged, he staged that definitely. for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. He staged it for you. And he totally is protecting always, you right now.
1: And always, and, and even when yes. things look so leaky, just keep, keep People, even when things look bad, like every test I went to do, I was anxious about the, what the results are going to be because I like to to mm-hmm. to know that you. Up until that moment, I knew I was perfectly healthy. Yes, I suffer with anxiety. Yes, I can get depressed, but general, but outside of that, I knew I was healthy. So mm-hmm. to to hear mm-hmm. heart attack, to hear elevated cardiac enzymes, to hear heart attack, to to hear high blood pressure, to know that there's a possibility that something could be going on with my brain, something could be serious damage with my heart, and waiting on all these test results, it
0: mm-hmm. was scary.
1: And it started to put things mm-hmm. into perspective for me. Like, do you know what your purpose is? And if you don't know, then why are you doing all these things that are not serving you? Because when you're doing things that mm-hmm. are not serving you, mm-hmm. it creates all of this unnecessary stress, and stress kills people. Yes.
0: Yeah. It's
1: a disease that, that has no cure that is't.: It's a horrible, horrible disease, a okay.
0: horrible disease.
1: And, and we need to take the pandemic for what mm. it is. This is supposed to be a reset. Mm -hmm. it's supposed to slow you down it's supposed to give you insight it's supposed to give you perspective and you're supposed to reset i had to Mm -hmm. make that my reset Mm -hmm. so this was my reset yeah
0: yeah well i'm so happy that you're taking it easy and you did take time Mm -hmm. off of work and you are setting your your goal of not working too hard and it's all yeah, about Yeah, it'll be part-time.
1: You. I'm going part-time That's after all this and you. focusing on my business because I wasn't as stressed. Yes, yeah. my business has a lot of work attached to it, but being able to control mm-hmm. that in climate is better than being in a climate that I can't control, mm-hmm.
0: right? Mm-hmm.
1: So, yeah, mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm definitely and you, my love. Don't be me.
0: <laughs> yeah. I know it's so hard because again, you you just want to be strong because again, we are strong women, and so you know you just kind of like okay, well I'm gonna go to work because I don't want to feel lazy, you know, and I, I can do this, I can do this. But really, truly really, your body's mm-hmm. telling you no, so I have to listen and to my body. More. And being strong does so, not um,
1: mean going mm-hmm. and doing more. Being strong for me, it's 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 taking inventory and underst listening. And understanding what your body's saying to you, slow down. Mm-hmm. Understanding what where your priorities mm-hmm. are. We, being strong means we need to figure out what our priorities are and change them as it needs to be changed. And we're 40 something. When I turned mm-hmm. 40, I'm like, yo, I'm putting myself first. And I started doing it. Yeah. And I, I fell off of this stupid job, but mm-hmm. I'm going right back there. <laughs> like, I'm putting myself first.
0: Yeah, I know. I get it. You guys really
1: needed us nurses. You needed our support. You needed our help. COVID was is a thing and whatever. But I'm not gonna let you guys make COVID kill me. is you what I'm saying? So
0: no, and I think a lot of us. I think a lot of people are going through this 100 um -hmm. thing right now. You know, and it's because of the pandemic Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So I just for all the listeners out there, please, please just take time for yourself you know, go for walks, meditate, yoga, because girl, (laughs) I know you yoga. And I know you have to teach me a few things for my osteoarthritis. So Mm -hmm. let's get into it. Let's Mm -hmm. talk about yoga and the stretching, like what stretching methods would you have for, you know, knee injuries or anything about body strength, stuff like that?
1: I started, yo- so when I turned 40, I'm 46 now. When I turned 40, it was great. My mm-hmm. kids were older. I had no small kids. I felt like it was a whole, it was 20 without the responsibilities, right? But my body,
0: my yeah. body, the
1: aches and the pain, I'd wake up with the aches and the pain, yeah. right?
0: It's like an old car yeah. that needs exactly. oil, you know?
1: what the oil was called. It was <laughs> called yoga. <laughs>
0: Oh yes. So
1: I started I started actually doing massages first and then the massage therapist mm-hmm. said, you know, mm-hmm. you should try yoga in between the sessions, sessions and see and I try I started doing it and now I can't go a day without it. Like and it isn't I don't go to um Aww. studio or whatever I did it originally in the beginning just to kind of learn it, but I just do it at home. Mm-hmm. I really just do it at home with the blocks, with the bands and I just stretch out the little and you'd be surprised just the difference it makes.
0: Because mm-hmm.
1: things mm-hmm. are keeping up.
0: Oh, I, I, I believe you because the stretching, when I stretch, like, and the thing is, I was always told yes. to stretch. When, yep. You know, when you wake up in the morning, yes. you're supposed yep. to stretch. Girl, yes. I never stretch. So, and the way I sleep too, it's mm-hmm. so like fetal position, so weird. And so, Now my body is just like, when I wake up, I'm Mm -hmm. like so sore and it's, it's a stretching. Mm -hmm. And so when I stretch, I feel so great. So stretching is so, so important for women Mm -hmm. in their forties. You got to stretch. Twice a day,
1: in the morning and in the night. And if you're going to work out, you should stretch before that too and stretch afterwards for Mm -hmm. sure. And then you prevent muscle injuries.
0: Okay. And you're... Yeah, so you're not saying to go hard like running. I think and as all we get stuff. older,
1: running no. running doesn't work because you the impact that you're putting on your joints, you know, like as you get mm-hmm. older, it's harder to lose weight, right? As you get older and you start going down yes, apart, it it's easier to gain weight and then you can't lose it. So you have to think about what kind of pressure you're putting on your mm-hmm.
0: knees.
1: And running, requires mm-hmm. you're taking big steps and, and hitting the ground, right? And a lot of people don't know how to run apart. Mm-hmm. Funny.
0: yeah i i don't think I'd, i i mm-hmm. mean i was a runner but i don't think i knew how to run properly you know because i was tall long legs and back then they didn't really train me right. right like <laughs> and you know and that's why i have a lot of injuries too even playing volleyball we do okay. to wear knee pads like okay. it's crazy right and so all okay, those I'll injuries came mm-hmm. with it yeah so, so
1: yeah so I so yeah so you just have to think about so there are so many other things that you can do like swimming uh yoga but yoga you know I know Mm -hmm. some people say oh it's so boring and blah 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 I mean you don't have to do an hour of yoga you just need to stretch and do Mm -hmm. the most important basic you know Mm -hmm. cattle pose cow pose um downward dog rattlesnake pose you just want to do that yeah. maybe a couple of sets twice a day just to stretch out your back your hips um your joints. yeah that's yes. what you want to do and walking is mm-hmm. fine if you want to add resistance throw on some ankle weights then but I wouldn't mm-hmm. take, oh, I wouldn't take up yes. um, running because then you, if you injure your knee then what you know elliptical is a good an elliptical yeah. or a, a, a stepping machine a chair a stair machine is a good alternative to running
0: yes okay what about the ball you know the um that ball uh, it was flat I, I can't oh, remember the, the name ball. of it but you can kind of like squat yeah, yeah, yeah. yes you could that's, squat that's on great it for and your stuff. core like <laughs>
1: Yeah, because then you're forced to engage your core in in order to Uh, keep your balance. It's actually very good. Mm -hmm.
0: Yes, yeah. Well, I hope everyone is taking notes because I'm certainly taking notes. This is amazing. And I am honestly going to Mm -hmm. take your advice and your testimony and put it to practice for myself in terms of getting scheduled. So going to bed early waking mm-hmm. up stretching um eating four
1: to five times e- eating, eating four to five, right. five times a day right court.
0: yes so like and all the greens and 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 you know the chicken and the fish and stuff like that um i cut off the the the, the, the what you call it the um bread meat okay. i cut that off um but I'm been eating like a lot of chicken breast, which I never mm-hmm. did like, but now I love it, and the salmon's and you know the shrimp and just you know really good foods that will, yes. you know, have good fat and right. stuff like that, not bad <laughs> okay. fat, So yes, yeah. so I so I'm so I'm trying, I'm trying, and yes, yeah, so. I'm so, so happy that you came tonight. (laughs) I know I've said that like a million times, but I really, really, really appreciate it. And this is what Get A Girl Vision needed. Um, I wanted more guests Mm -hmm. to come on and just, you know, spill the tea on great gems and great vision. Because that's what Mm -hmm. Get A Girl Vision is all about. So thank Thank you you so much, much much, Joanna. We will keep in. Touch yes, we'll keep in touch, and as soon as COVID's over, we'll go out Absolutely. for um, some tea and just reminisce on. Yes, on for sure,
1: definitely, and you can always reach out here. if you have any questions questions around your health and wellness journey. That's why I'm here. Yes,
0: yeah, so can you tell everyone where they can find you on your um, social network handles and your business as well, okay. if you want to. <laughs>
1: Okay, so I am the founder and the chief executive officer of a company called Fit with Freedom. It's a nurse-managed health and wellness company. So what we do is teach you how to lose weight um, safely and sustainably so that you can keep it off in the long term. So no fad diets here, no Mm. keto, no detox, none of that. We teach you properly how to eat wholesome foods, Mm. foods you enjoy lose weight safely, mm-hmm. and keep it off, right? Um, it's about changing your lifestyle. It's not about um, right. quick, quick fixes. So recognizing that, you know, you can get to your goal, but it may not happen overnight. Um, on top of that, we, of course, because it, we're nurses, it's easier for us if we need to speak with your doctor, we would review your medications, things like that, just to see what could be causing hindrance and weight loss, right? Um, yeah, that's mm-hmm. what we do. So that instagram page is fit with freedom and my website is www.fitwithfreedom.org and if you dm or you message us on the web page we can give you a free consult and send you a meal plan to get the ball rolling and if it's something you feel like we could do yeah if it's something you feel Ooh. like we could do, then we'll get you
0: on, yes. on board
1: and then my Thank you. Thank you. And, and then my personal page, because I have two separate pages, is Bony D-Body. And um, so that's B-O-N-E-Y underscore D-I underscore B-A-W-D-I-D-Y. So, so you can find me there. And yeah, you can see what I do outside of work.
0: <laughs> yes, yes amazing thank you so much um i'm sure everyone's gonna get to your page and of course i will talk about it on instagram as well so thank you so much for coming through we gotta go with vision i appreciate you so much thank nurse you. joanna thank you, so thank you. okay You're you welcome. Too. so Thanks. take it easy god bless